Happy Friday, March 19th. All or Nothing Podcast. Chris Lynn. Jay Tiriano. And Ken Sweeten. Hey, guys. Ken's got it. We, we've allowed Ken to have a microphone this week. We Oh, thanks. So bad. Last week, we left him out of the loop. <laughs> made fun of him. He couldn't respond. He got upset, so we got him a microphone this week. That's what we did. I mean, you bill this as your show, but it's kind of my show, really. Yeah, I mean that's that's how you want to think of it. That's if fine. You, uh, well, if the way I like to think of it is that you kind of work for me. Yeah, I mean, however you want to rationalize it in your head is that works for us. I mean, that's great. It sounds pretty rational <laughs> to everybody, really. I'm gonna reel it back. I think it's our show. You know what? That's why I love Cubby. It is our show. Yeah. It's not really our show. Yeah, it's you everybody's guys keep, show. You guys keep thinking that stuff. That's cool. <laughs> I'm good. So I do have a special request going forward. I know we. I mean, I'm not. Can we like talk about sponsorship stuff on this show? Is that not allowed? Well, I know we're not sponsored by them. Correct. Whitney Donut Shop. Yeah. The next time you go there, I'd appreciate a phone call because their donuts and coffee, outstanding. Second to none. Uh, unbelievable. Second Absolutely unbelievable. The best. So Whitney Donut, if you're listening, just know we, we support you guys. We I try to get there at least at least once a month if I can. It's way off the beaten path for me. Free plug. Free but I try. Yeah, them. their stuff's amazing. Double your ride in, wouldn't it? You have to get yeah, it's, back. Well, I used to live in Hamden, so yeah. it made it an easy trip for me there. But yeah, oh, how are the egg sandwiches? Fantastic! They don't make everything they have there is unreal. Everything's great. Like I'll try it out. you being the food connoisseur of this group, I figured you would. I definitely have had it. I just haven't had it in a long time. I, I've brought donuts in from there that I've yeah, given to the definitely. to the staff and stuff. They've been great. Yeah, great boss. Thank you. I know. I know. <laughs> I do what I can for you. So yesterday was a great day. We had an inner squad scrimmage. Fortunately, due to COVID-19 protocols, our lacrosse team wasn't able to play the game. But uh, we had an inter-squad scrimmage, and it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a great game. It was a good, uh, good showcase of, uh, of everybody. Yeah, it was just great to be out there, huh, Ken? Oh, it was awesome. You know, we had our whole operation going up in the press box and everything going again. And real sports are back yeah, awesome. Southern. Yeah, it's good to get back in the swing of things, you know. Looking forward to this weekend, too. Huge weekend. Big, big weekend. Pair of doubleheaders. All three Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. And then lacrosse is on the road against Felician. So everyone's going this weekend. That's great. Yeah. Can't wait. I mean, just college sports in general, too. I mean, we got the NCAA tournament going. I know. The NCAA tournament. That starts tonight, I believe, right? Yeah. The, the playing games are tonight. And then they kick off the first round tomorrow. Yeah. That UCLA-Michigan State game tonight. That, sh- that should be a good one. Yeah. I mean, I'd never bet against Michigan State. I don't bet anyway. Matt, I don't bet anyway, but as the saying goes, I would never bet against Michigan State. You gotta, you gotta tighten it up, right, pal? You gotta clean it up a little bit. Sorry, clean it Sorry. up. I was just a—it's a term. I wasn't—it's not something I actually do. Yeah, Michigan but, State's beat four number ones this year, I yeah. believe. Yeah, and they have Tom Izzo. I mean, you can't. Yeah, he's they'll, like they'll he's like like Tom Brady, Bill Belichick kind of thing. You don't even when they're not good, you can't really bet against them. No, unless you were the Patriots this year, then you could do that. Yeah. Reeling it back, though, speaking of this weekend and softball, we have our softball pitcher, Jazzy Martinez, on the program today. Welcome. Welcome Welcome. to myself. Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) I've never done one of these before. I don't know what to say. All right. Okay. Undefeated Southern Southern. Yeah, I was about to say undefeated. 2-0. Let's keep it rolling this weekend. Looking forward to the game. Great start to the season, definitely. That's awesome. Um, so how was it? How was the first game? How's the wing feel? Feels you know? good. It was great to get back out there in the, in the circle. Yeah. So you threw five innings. You gave up two runs. How was everything working? How was the pitches working? You know. Um, 
my two best pitches actually weren't working that great. Yeah. Um, so I relied more on my rise ball, but it was still effective. But uh, yesterday going live, those pitches are back on spot. So I'm excited for this weekend. Uh, we're going live today in practice, so it should be a good run to see how it'll be for this weekend. I feel like as a pitcher, when you don't have, you know, your A stuff, those are the games that you really have to grind through. And, and yeah. when th- those wins, I feel like, are extra special, you know. Because when it's easy, you know how it is, you know. Yeah. You're just out there dealing. I was it's grateful like, for right, my so. offense. They were putting runs on the board, so it definitely helped me out and relieved the pressure of me really having to go in and hit my spots. So that, they definitely helped me out there. Do you know when you're, what game you're pitching yet for, for Saturday and Sunday yet, or you're, you're not sure yet? Um, I believe I'm pitching uh, both of the first games. Going Okay, mm-hmm. awesome. That's something I've always commended about softball players. Seriously, the fact that you can just constantly pitch. Like, you watch baseball, you need seven days in between or some sort of stuff like that. But softball, like you said, they just grind it out. I know. When you pitch them, I don't know, every day. That's what they can say. And it's true. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you could go back to back, right? Yeah. Back to back. I've seen it happen here before in the past. Pitching four games the whole weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we were, like, back, I don't know, when we were in the, the East Regional... I mean, we—that's what we were doing. They were just pitching pitchers back to back to win games. It was—it was insane. Yeah, and not to put any pressure on you, but we had some of your teammates on not too long ago, and they were when we asked questions mm-hmm. about who do they want to have the ball in their hand, it was you. I mean, that's awesome. That's got to be a great feeling that your teammates trust you that much, no? Yeah, it was definitely a great feeling. But I trust them just as much, so it goes awesome. both ways. So when when did you start playing softball? I started playing softball. I'd say the age of five, but. Then I went to baseball, and I went back okay. to softball. Um, but I've been playing since five. I've actually been pitching since I was seven. Awesome. So how, how was your experience, you know, playing playing baseball? I mean, we were little kids. Yeah. Um, but it was fun because I also pitched in baseball, and they would always get so mad at, like, a female striking them out. <laughs> right? So That's it was, it was just feeling. so fun. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, was there anyone in your life that was really influential in getting you started in the game? Um, My brother. I grew up um, watching my brother play baseball. Uh, I remember, like, when I was, like, seven, um, my friends would come with me to the games, and we'll sit there when he's at bat, like, singing, like, our Little League cheers. <laughs> like, like, little girls just, like, yeah, singing our cheers. Fun. But, yeah, he was definitely um, the most influential person to me. He was so great on the field. He played second base. Okay. Um, so I always wanted to be just like him. So he always pushed me to want to do better. That's awesome. How about other sports did you play? Like when you were in high school, did you play any other sports? I played volleyball. You did? And I ran uh, indoor track nice. and field. I'm not fast, but <laughs> it was just to stay. It was just to keep myself in shape. Right. So. Well, that's good, though. Yeah. Um, do you have any other hobbies besides, you know, playing playing softball? or? I like to go shooting with my father at the range. Really? Yeah, that's something we have uh, both bonded a lot recently over. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that. That's a bucket list thing for me. Really? Uh, yeah, I really. It's an expensive to. hobby. It could get pretty expensive, but it's it's fun. Are you good? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was <Didn't> miss <laughs> yes. I always feel like that's got to be cool. Like you know, you shoot around mm-hmm. and then pressing the button, and, and and I think this is what happens. I've just seen it, right? The the target comes up, right? It ours is like a little lever. Like you push it back or like forward. Then it goes back and forth, yeah. yeah. I gotta go. I gotta I mean, go. It's not like you see in the movies where like people pop up and you shoot at them. No, that's not. No, no. It's the, it's the piece of paper, right? and then it comes right, right in. Your, oh, okay, I did good. Bad round. Right, bad right, right. Uh-huh. Is that something new you've taken up, or have you been doing that for a long time? Just recently, um, 
my friend took me for the first time like i'd say in november and then i like brought my dad and like we go every time i go home that's awesome so yeah that is really cool i'm jealous well, you said it's on your bucket list, so that Gotta makes get sense. Got to do it. <laughs> so on game day, and you know you're starting game one. How do you, how do you get yourself mentally ready to pitch that game? And do you have any like superstitions? Yeah, I have to do everything the same way. Um, I try to go to to sleep at the same time, wake up at the same time. But from the minute I wake up, I have my headphones on and I'm just listening to music. I like. I would say I'm kind of anti-social on game day. Like, I just like to be in the zone from the minute I wake up. Um, I'm mainly listening to reggae and reggaeton. So. Okay. Yeah, I heard that about some pitchers, you know. Like, I think Roger Clemens, he did not, if you you did not talk to him when he got the ball, you know. And then some were like, yeah, you know, just I'm regular mm-hmm. and you can come say hello and talk to me. So I always found that interesting. For me, it's like after inning one. Then like, you're good? Then I'm good. But, like, I just have to, like, get in the zone, get through the first inning, and then just, like, I'm relaxed. Yeah, getting that first three mm-hmm. outs is the best. Right? Yeah. Then you're like, all right, let's play ball. Mm-hmm. Get me some runs, right? <laughs> that is, it's, have you seen the, the documentary on CC Sabathia? I think I you told me about it. Have, have you seen it? No. You have got to watch yeah, it. Like, it we're one. talking about superstitions of pitchers. Like, some of the things that go through their minds and the way that they do different things, it's it's crazy. I mean, the documentary itself is a little nuts just based on his life and the things he went through. But I, r- Remind me, what did what did he do? Did he have a superstitions on game I, day? Yeah, yeah just like everybody else. I don't remember. Just I remember him yeah. having tons and tons of superstitions on game day. Some of them were post-game that weren't necessarily the greatest in the world for <laughs> people to be doing, but uh, superstitions nonetheless, I guess. You know? Or on the topic, he looks great. He's been training. He looks phenomenal. He lost a lot of weight. Keto diet. Really? He looks excellent. Mm-hmm. Wow. Good job, CC. Um, <laughs> do you have a favorite softball memory? I do. I was nine. It was 2008, and uh, my parents took me to a Team USA Olympic exhibition game. Really? I forget who they played, but I want to say they're, it was China. Um, Where was it? I couldn't tell you. In our but... We checked into the hotel, and, like, right next to um, the lady at the desk, there was a softball. There was, like, all these signatures on it. And my mom just asked, like, hi, like, I have a question. Like, is Team USA, like, staying here? She was like, actually, yes. And I turn around, and Jenny Finch is standing right there. That's awesome. And, like, my mouth just dropped. (laughs) And, like, I couldn't speak. I'm, like, eight years old, like, nine years old. Like, biggest, like, fam, my role model. I'm just, like... Like speechless. <laughs> so my mom asked if we could take a picture. So we take a picture, and then we go up to our room, and then Crystal Bustos is walking down the stairs. So then the next morning for breakfast, like the whole entire team was there, and we were able to like take pictures with them, get their autographs. It was just amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. That's fantastic. How um, let's talk about like the recruiting process here at Southern. How was that for you? What was that like? What what? Why did you choose Southern? What made you want to come here? What what about Southern made it feel like home to you? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. To be completely honest, I wasn't looking at Southern at all. Like, um, I don't know. It just it, I didn't really know about it. Um, one of my teammates from Travel Ball, uh, she came here and she was telling me about the school. You should look at it. And I was like, no, like, not that like I didn't want to play with like a friend that I grew like I was right. just playing with. But like I like I don't know. Like I want to choose something like on my own. Like, but she convinced me to come. My mom was like, you should go. Just go visit. I'm like, no, I don't want to. But, I don't know. I came and I stepped on the campus and like immediately it's just like that feeling like you know like you, like you belong there. I was like, like wow, like 
mom like I kind of do like the school a lot I was like I actually like want to be here and my overnight was great the coach was coach Rispoli was great um such a great woman kind-hearted very very nice um and that helped a lot that's awesome and they're very welcoming so I just I knew like this was like a right fit for me awesome so what are you studying here at Southern psychology and I'm minoring in criminal justice Awesome. Do you, do you know what you would like to do with, with those degrees? Yeah, I would definitely like to use it within law enforcement. I I do want to become a police officer. That's awesome. It's mm-hmm. a great career. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know do you know Chris is a police officer? I am. That's true. I, I was waiting for you to say something. <laughs> yes, I, was I, I don't know. It's just uh, I think he was yeah. waiting for us to say something. I, I no, I wasn't waiting. I wasn't <laughs> I'm not like, "Oh, I hope they ask me." No, I just uh, <laughs> Yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> Something I'm very uh, not quiet about, but it's when I'm at work. It's there's two different works for me. Right. That's all. So when I'm here, I don't talk about it a heck of a lot. And I guess when I'm at my other job, I talk about here a lot, though. So I guess that is the difference because people find this job to be really intriguing. So or you just love Southern. I do. I mean, I, so the, my quick story goes: I was here as a student, uh, worked on the equipment room. Uh, when I graduated, I became a police mm-hmm. officer in the town of Orange. And uh, when the job opened up here, I said to the town, hey, listen, I have a better opportunity. I'm going to go back to my alma mater and work where I was, where I love. And uh, they kept me on part-time. So I'm actually a part-time mm-hmm. police officer. People doesn't know that, don't even know that exists. So I, you know, I'll work on weekends or midnights and things like that when, the, when they need help. I work patrol just like anybody else would. So it's, uh, it's an interesting job. It's a very interesting job. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I, I, I liked it. People assumed I didn't like it because I left, but I just like it here more. That's really what it came down to for me. Just like you said, like, when I stepped on this campus, I was like, yeah, I could be yeah. here. And I've been here for half my life now. Just nuts. That's awesome. So, Jasmine, to reverse this on my interview, mm. do you have any questions for Chris <laughs> about oh, being gosh. a police officer? Yeah. Oh, if, you, if you have I one. Do, you know. one. I, every every <laughs> officer I know, I always ask this question. Yeah. What's your favorite part of being on the job? I, I, this is an honest to God um, uh, I, I, I'll give you a little story about it too, but I love, and the, the common thing is helping people, right? I, I like to help people. I mean, even my job here, that's what I do, yeah. help people. But, you know, a good example would be one of my very first calls was a car accident, older gentleman rear-ended um, somebody else in front of him. So I get out of the car and I instantly saw this individual and he was shaken up beyond belief. Like he'd just been, he's never been in an accident. He's 80 years old. And just being able to talk to him and, and make him understand, like he was, he thought this man thought I was going to take him to jail. I mean, he rear-ended a car. He's never been in an accident before. And that was his first thought. Like, I think a lot of time the misconception is like when the police show up, we're taking you away. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. Um, and it's just being able to, you know, calm him down and help him and make him understand. Like, as a police officer, my biggest pet peeve is when we're walking around somewhere and a mother or a father says to their child, they're like, hey better behave the police officer going to take you away and i'm like no i won't like I, right, <laughs> right that's not what i do right? like if there's ever a problem i'll be here to help you like i'm not taking you away like that's that's my biggest pet peeve is that oh. that misconception of we're here to arrest you like no we're here to help that's what we're mm-hmm. here for so but that's awesome i'm glad that you're doing that i mean if there's any anything i can do for you down the road absolutely let me know and Definitely. i appreciate it love yeah. to try to help you out that's awesome so some of our listeners may not know that Jasmine's also involved with our Athletes Fighting Injustice group, AFI. So Jasmine, can you tell the listeners uh, you know, a little bit about AFI? Yeah, AFI is, stands for Athletes Fighting Injustice, and that's exactly what we're here to do. We try to educate uh, people on campus who want to come and listen, just 
on anything stemming from uh, implicit biases, you know, microaggressions, systemic racism. You know, we're just here to have a conversation. You know, everyone's welcome to join. Everyone's welcome to come listen. And we're just very open. It's nothing crazy. Like, we're just going to here to talk and just hear each other out. What made you uh, want to get involved with the group? Right. So I've always... Um, so it was when I was a freshman, I came on campus, I always wanted to get involved with like social justice work or like activism, but I didn't, I never knew what like route to take being like a student athlete, like I didn't have time. Yeah. And like, I was aware of multi uh, multicultural centers, but they've like always meet at like 4 p.m. And that's right in the middle of practice. I was like, there's like really nothing like for me to do on campus. Mm -hmm. Really, like just so invested with um, softball and my academics. And then, um, you know, after George Floyd this past summer and, and the call for racial justice and um, all the social justice uh, movements, uh, the athletic department held a uh, racial justice forum and afterwards there was a survey um, and they asked if uh, anyone would be open to and willing to start a next conversation. And I was like, yeah, like, like this is my opportunity to do what I've been looking like to do. So like, of course, um, it was probably like, I don't know, one of the first people was to send my submission and I was like, yeah, like sign me up. <laughs> nice, nice. Even, even more so than that though, we, we, we knew when we were organizing this um, that event, uh, Marche Greenlee, who is a, a assistant coach of volleyball, she's mm -hmm. at Quinnipiac now. Um, you know, really challenged the administration to get involved, and in, mm -hmm. in myself and, and uh, JT and, and Kelly Frasinelli kind of stepped to the front of the line and started getting involved with that. And you know, our our thought at the time was we're we're going to have this event to support our student athletes, but at the same time we want to find some leaders. Um, so we had people. Uh, kind of keyed in to take note of who the most active people were in that conversation. And I think you, when we did the breakout rooms, you were with Coach Burrell? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. And he called me right afterwards, and he said, if you're looking for somebody, this uh, the, the girl Jasmine is, is, is a good, great place to start. So, Yeah, and I'll say I've, I've been one or two different uh, – times with AFI and and the thing I in our profession here and especially at Southern too it's hard to know every athlete mm -hmm. like like I can probably say oh Jasmine's on the softball team but it's hard to get to know everybody and through those couple of sessions that I went to you were awesome like you and he says you were a leader like you it's truly what it was like it's I'm the type of person where I don't necessarily like to public speak and, and talk about Me different either. things I'm nervous but every time I, I would speak. never know every it's crazy from, it's every awesome. AFI event I'm like my hands are shaking before I'm speaking. Like, I feel like really? I'm stuttering. Yeah. Yeah. You never know it. It's like, it's I just to me, it's sort of like you, you take control of it and it's like, wow, like this is, you're awesome to listen to. And then the other thing is you ask some awesome questions, like questions that you may ask whoever it is, whoever's, whether it's the group or the presenters, it's just like thought provoking questions. Like, wow, I would have never thought about that. And it, it gets people to start to think. And that, I thought it was awesome. What's, a, what's amazing for me is that even though you, you do say you get nervous and, and you don't like mm -hmm. speaking and public speaking like that, you, you're always the first person to reply when, when we ask for somebody to step mm -hmm. forward. It, it, it's amazing. And, and you've also um, have been embraced by the community as well, by the Southern Connecticut yeah. community and been featured in a couple events. You have another one coming up uh, at the end of April, I think. Uh, April 24th. Uh, right. Yep. And it's just amazing that how committed you are to this, that even though you, you, you are, you do have that fear of public speaking, which cripples some people, that you just kind of move past that and, and you do what needs to be done. I think that just comes from being a pitcher, to be honestly. I was just going to say. I yeah, guess they, that helps. <laughs> I think yeah. just, just athletics in general does that for right. people. You know, I mean, right. the, as the general student may not feel that way, but... Like you said, when you go out to pitch, you're in the middle of that circle. Mm -hmm. You're by yourself. You got nobody there with you. You're, you're. I mean, I know you got yeah. people behind you, but 
it's, it's weird you. though like <laughs> i don't even know how to compare like pitching like i have like tunnel vision like i don't see anyone around me i don't feel like anything like even if um like the opposing dugout gets loud like i don't hear it that's awesome but, like when i speak on like on an afi event like i know people are watching i'm i don't know it's just it's different <laughs> You know, I'd say you, you have a great poker face, just like you need to have on the mound, too. You mm-hmm. can't let anybody know your emotions, and even though you may be nervous, I had no idea. Just no, no idea. I, I would have no clue. Yeah. It's awesome. So you're doing great things. Um, have you ever been to a protest? Yeah. Um, I think I was at, like, five over the summer. Anyone that uh, that I could possibly attend. I remember I, I work at Walmart um, back in Middletown, New York, when I'm not uh, at Southern, mm-hmm. and there was one in the town of Walk Hill, and I, I told my manager, I was like, um, would it possibly be okay if I, like, took, like, a two-hour lunch break? And she was like, yeah, what, like, what's wrong? I was like, I need to be at this protest. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, I'm not, I don't want to be here. Like, I need to go protest. And she, she was she was really cool with it. So like, I'm thankful for that. But, yeah, like, anyone that I could attend, I was, I was there. That's awesome. In the front. <laughs> That's awesome. good. So when you're home, you said you work at Walmart? Mm-hmm. How do you balance everything? Like, and I may, I know you're not doing it while you're here at school necessarily, mm-hmm. but like, how, how are you balancing schoolwork, athletics, you know, when, even when you're home, I mean, you must be training. I mean, yeah. how do you balance everything? Sometimes I don't know. I just do it. <laughs> it's, it's just being a student athlete, like you're just, you just find a routine and you get into it. So it's not that hard to stick to it. Um, it was a little tough getting used to, but I don't know. I just find a schedule and I just stick to that. So, you know, that's what we talked it about. It becomes easy. With our, with our last uh, guests is that's something that I'm always in awe of, of our student athletes. And I'm sure it's that way other places, but I feel like here at Southern in my position, I just, the amount of that you guys are able to juggle everything that you have to do and still be amazing students is, I think it's mind blowing to me. I think it's amazing that, that so many of the student athletes that we have, that we ask that question, the answer consistently is, I don't know. Yeah, just do it. But it, but it, yeah. it speaks to your nature. Like, you, it, actually, you wouldn't be in this position if you wouldn't be able to, to handle it. Right. You know, and and it comes naturally to so many student mm-hmm. athletes and yourself. It's just the way it is. It's the way of life. You know. Yeah, it's always been that way. Ever and since it, I picked up a ball. So <laughs> time <laughs> management is key. Yeah. It was funny. We were talking before we started here, and and I asked her what she was planning on doing when she graduated, and and she said, "God, just enjoy life for a second. <laughs> there right? Yeah, I was, I was. Even my roommates can attest to this. Like, I was always like, I need to figure out what I'm doing. Like January first, I need a plan for when I graduate. I have my career started, and I, like I just sat back for a minute because it was just causing me so much like unnecessary stress. I was like why like yeah. my dad has always stressed me like don't like don't worry about working you have your whole life to work i was like no like i need money like i want to support myself like you do too much for me i don't want your right. like thank you but like, i don't want your help anymore but i just like sat down like when i was like why like i'm 21 years old like not even 22 and i'm rushing to be an adult right. i was like just like live life for a minute yeah but what's amazing though even with that is i can speak for myself and probably jay i don't know about ken so much but you know, like I came to Southern and I was going to be a physical education teacher. My first semester, that's what I was going to do. Yep. I was going to try to walk on the basketball team. And six months later, I started working in the equipment room. And I'm like, I didn't even know this was a job. Like, holy cow, I really like this. Yeah. And then I left and I'm like, well, you know, I'm, I'm getting close to graduating. Like, what am I going to do for a job? Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I became a police officer. And here I am back at Southern. It's like your life goes, like you have some, mm-hmm. you have a plan in place. And all of a sudden the next day you're like, wait a minute, that's, yeah, I'm in a new place now change you're gonna figure it out you're gonna be all right it's like i know what i want to do i've always known what i want to do 
um i have i definitely have like my avenues to get there it's just like let me just enjoy life for a minute definitely. yeah couldn't agree more sometimes opportunities present themselves and it's, yeah. it's whether you grab them or, or yeah. you don't yeah true yeah. that you're welcome jay i gave you an opportunity and you grabbed thank it you, yeah <laughs> i appreciate it thank you <laughs> do you consider yourself an activist i would i would um but like a newly uh built activist like this is like the first time i've really like done work for a change um so i would consider myself an activist but i'm still in like the first steps does, does that make a difference i'm asking seriously like, as long as you're doing something about it, right i mean yes. it doesn't matter how new you are or what you are i mean it seems not like, at all right not at all was it but was it just george floyd that got you involved it really that that really kind of woke you up and or, yeah. or is it something that to be completely honest um i've always been and i've always been like angered by it and I've always wanted, like, I knew inside, like, I had a voice to use, but I didn't know how to use it. And I think being presented with this opportunity, I'd always be thankful for you guys in the athletic department to giving us this opportunity to speak. Because that's where I really found my voice, you know, protesting. Um, I think George Floyd was just, it was the tip of the iceberg for me. And I think for a lot of people around the country. Um, and, like, being at those protests, like... Like, I found my voice within me, and then it was like, now how do I use this outside of protest? How do I actually implement change on in the places where I'm at, like where I'm currently at? How do I do it um, through my university, back at home? Like, where do I start now? And I'm, I'm thankful that AFI was presented to us, because um, that's that's how I do it now. You, you, you're talking about opportunities. You never had that opportunity before. And now no. you, you do have this opportunity now that exists for you, not only you, but so many other student-athletes. Every this, athlete. This is why we exactly every athlete. This is why this is why we did it. This is why we do it, right? So you have a message to send to student athletes now who may be questioning what can I do? The first step is just to join and listen. If you're not comfortable talking, that's completely fine. Just just come and, and log on for a conversation. Yeah. That that's already one step in the right direction. Yeah. Is just listening. That's a great point. Yeah. Well, we talk about leadership on this thing. We we always talk about leadership in AFI, and you you're you're the runaway leader of of of, of that group. I I think you you kind of steer everything, and I know that a lot of people on that group have have really invested a lot of time and gotten more involved. And I think they they've, they've keyed off. They're the, amazing. The, the the way you presented yourself, even though you're scared to talk, you usually you usually have something to say, and, it, and it's always very engaging and, mm -hmm. and impactful that's something that's a great quality to have for 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 an activist and also for a police officer moving forward i think mm -hmm. you're going to be successful in whatever you do thank you i appreciate that rapid fire all right jazzy i'm gonna ask some questions just the uh, first thing that pops up to your mind okay <laughs> <laughs> favorite movie what category any just that's a good one right we haven't I had like a good that. question that is a good question a uh, lot uh, okay, I'll, anyway. just, I'll just give my favorite. The Hate You Give. The Hate You Give. I don't know if I've seen that. I don't know if I've seen it. Good movie. It's a good movie. Who's in it? I don't know the main actors, but it has to do with uh, protesting for okay awesome. uh, change. Cool. Favorite sports movie? Ooh, 42. Jackie right. Robinson. Yeah, right. That's a good one. Favorite music artist? I'm going to go with Conscience. It's reggae. Okay. One item off your bucket list that you haven't done yet. Visit the pyramids of Giza. Where's that? In Egypt. The oh, pyramids. in Egypt. Yeah, I'm the sorry. Great pyramids. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jay, Jay flunked in geography, so. I want to know what's going on in Giza, actually. There's a lot of <laughs> stuff too. going on out there. 
Is there? I won't get into it a little bit, but kind of like a sub sub hobby. Like I like I've ended up at like four o'clock in the morning deep diving into the oh, like this the stuff. Worst. Ended up there, you know? Yes. Like there's some stuff. There's like some conspiracy theory stuff going on in Giza. All right, I'll have to Google it. That's one of the reasons why. Yeah. If you could have one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Steak. What kind of cup? Ribeye, filet mignon. Filet. How would it be cooked? Yeah, that's a good question. Medium. Too. Okay. All right. Mm, all right. All right. Mm, mm. I'm a medium rare guy. Uh, so am I. Right. But medium's okay. Yeah, as, long as, we're not, medium. as long as we're not well done, that I'm okay with. No. It. Right. Yeah. I don't even know if you'd be able to chew it at that point. <laughs> right? <laughs> if you could be one animal. A tiger. Tiger. Okay. All right. And then this is my favorite question. Mine too. Yeah, I'm at a dinner party of four. You can invite anybody you want, dead or alive, who you invite. Dr. King, John Lewis, Michael Jackson, and probably Pop Smoke. Okay. Rest that's in interesting peace, right? That's a that's an interesting dinner table. All different conversations. Right, but that's yeah, still, right? it's um, it's a great conversation. Definitely. That's <laughs> right. cool. Yeah. I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. Yeah. Like, probably one of the biggest Michael Jackson fans ever. So, I have all the answers given to... That's probably somebody that I would like to have on my dinner table. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Man in the Mirror, favorite song. Island, that's probably one of my top favorite songs as well. The whole Greatest Hits album is awesome, front to back. That's great. Yeah. Well, Jazzy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. Seriously, I, I think you. I learned a lot of stuff, and uh, I wish you the best in... Uh, your career endeavors. Thank but more you. so, I wish you better luck this weekend. Thank yeah. you. We're ready. <laughs> Looking We're ready. Forward to seeing you on the mound on Saturday. We're ready. Four game series against Lemoyne. Ready, ready to go. They're going to be very good games, though. I can tell you that. Very good competition. Okay, well, that's great. It's going to be exciting. But Check it out. We plan on coming on top. There nice. we go. Let's do it. There Take we go. We got it. You got your answer. <laughs> this has been great. Right. It's been fantastic. All or nothing podcast. Rate. Rate, subscribe, review. Right, all of those. You can find us on anywhere you can find a podcast. Tuesdays and Fridays. Tuesdays and Fridays. Make sure you're listening to us.